We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? This is Rob Dawson from the Field of 68. We have a special episode in the After Dark feed today. This is our best bet show. The three-man weave guys, Kai McKeon, Matt Cox, Jim Root, are going to be live every day at 1 p.m. on YouTube. And with a podcast that drops 2 p.m. every day, uh, the links are going to be in the description below for all of that. It is our daily gambling show presented by our partners over at bet river sportsbook so make sure you tune into that every single day if you're into placing wagers uh today's episode is a special one it is all about the futures bets and the futures values and finding a way to capitalize on the futures markets and what is currently available so make sure you subscribe to those feeds again the youtube feed is below they are live every day 1 p.m eastern time and the podcast audio will be in the feeds below at 2 p.m eastern time every single day during the college basketball season Did you finish Did you that? Chug that? We're about one and a half. We're about halfway there. We're just saying that he's off to a nice start. Why does it have to be all or nothing all the time? Like, what am I doing? I'm doing it for the show. Field of 68 till I die. This is the Field of 68 After Dark Show, the only place that you need to be for college hoops every single night. To the Field of 68 Best Bets Show, presented by Bet Rivers. We're the three-man weave, and we cannot be more excited to be here today to talk about college basketball. The season starts in just one week, seven days to get your futures in there. We're talking futures bets, guys, today. We're talking national title, Final Four, Wooden Award, conference by conference odds for the Power Boys. We're even throwing in some mid-majors today. We're hitting all the futures. As always, if you have any questions, drop them in the chat. We'll talk about them throughout the show. Why not? Also, by the way, did you notice, Jim, our good friend Matthew is very uh, spirited today, wearing a Halloween costume. I didn't notice at all. It's really hard to tell. Can you guess what he is? No, I have no idea. Matt, what are you? I'm Yoshi. Uh, tough to tell from the camera <laughs> angle coming like upward by my nostrils right now, both my actual nostrils and my Yoshi nostrils. But yes, it is Yoshi. Uh, this is the ninth year in a row. I will uh, be adorning this costume on this fine holiday. Kyle, it's your favorite holiday, correct? Uh, it's not, but I do appreciate your your little shtick here. You you okay. bought a costume like a big years guy. ago. 
And you're the same character every single year for Halloween. Takes the guesswork out of it, takes the effort. It's fantastic. And it looks great on you, if I do say so myself. And people know me by now. You know, when I walk down the streets of Chicago, it's like, oh, there's there's Yoshi. Yoshi. And so, Pat, yeah. Pat Taylor in the chat says you're just pumped for the new Mario movie, which is a good, yes. a good so cool, true. Good reference. Great, great point, Pat. Hey, good day. good to hear Pat's voice and all the lovely mobster voices that we've missed for so ah, just so many familiar names and faces. So it just melts my heart. That's wow, I, I see the Field of 68 turned on subscribers only mode. Wow. Guess you got to subscribe to the channel. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you want your comments to be seen. <laughs> I it's really I'm, tough. Just kind of hit that. I, I think I'm that. subscribed, so I should be okay. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's get started. We got a big show today. Like I said, we're going to start off from the 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 high level uh, view, the 40,000 foot Macro. view. National title, final four. We'll talk natty title first. Now, I'm not going to read down the entire list of odds here from Bet Rivers. That Why would be not? silly. That'd be silly. We'd be here all day. Okay. But the favorites, just so you out there know, Gonzaga, North Carolina, usual suspects here. Pretty much every book around the, the great United States, but we are a Bet Rivers show. We will talk about Bet Rivers odds only. Uh, nine to one is, is the, the current favorites right now, UNC Gonzaga. You got Kentucky, Houston, Kansas, and Arkansas there uh, at various prices. But I want to start off with, Jim, what are you targeting? What, what do you like from a value perspective as of today? looking at national title odds. Yeah, as of today's tough, Kai, I'm usually a let me jump in the day after the previous national title game. So I usually, the Tuesday after the Monday, I've got bets in just like crazy. Speculative, dealing with transfer portal. But Matt, I think the one number on the board that still intrigues me is a team we all agree is top three, and that would be the Baylor Bears. Mm. Arguably yeah. the best backcourt in the country. 16 to one, I still think there's value there. They're basically being looked at as like the, eighth best team and uh, like i said we think they're better than that uh just loaded with guards guards win in march i think they have a chance to win the big 12 be a one seed and be healthier than they were this year when they fell out of the tournament in the second round and they had like seven guys left so i matt baylor would be my first jump off the board pick love baylor i'll stay in the lone star state for one i like texas um, we're all reacting to these super secret, but not so secret scrimmages. Um, pretty jaw dropping, uh, score that we saw. I think they were up 30 against Arkansas. Now I know there's a ton of caveats and who's playing how much. And I think Arkansas was like, Oh, of 30 from three and Texas was like 30 of 30 from three, but the, it, it's still, I think this is a team that has a great making of a national title contender. We've seen beer get the title game before. I think there's some undervalued, Erode, or just baked in the fact that last year they struggled a lot early and just there's that sour taste in people's mouths. So Texas at 20 to one Kai, can I throw you Tennessee 20 to one after they yeah. just, you know, basically annihilated Gonzaga. Here's the over. Yes, no, yeah. absolutely. And, and I am overreacting about this scrimmage. I, I try not to, but uh, that game was on television and, and, you know, for the most part, Gonzaga played their guys, right. And Tennessee looked awesome. They were without JJJ, uh, one of their best players, Josiah Jordan James. He was out of the game. They look deep. They looked athletic. They looked scary. They have shooting. Uh, lots to like about Tennessee this season. I mean, Kempom, if you're a Kempom guy, he's got him fourth overall in his uh, preseason site ratings, and they're priced at 20 to 1 right now. Basically 10th, 10th uh, shortest odds right now, tied with Texas. So I would call that value, uh, Jim. I also uh, like your Baylor pick. What? But Rick Barnes in the tournament, Kai. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Mm. Rick Barnes hasn't made the Sweet 16 in quite a long time. Uh, I don't have the stats what you, in front what of you. What you should bet, and we'll get there. Mm-hmm. I like Tennessee in the SEC. That's where I think there you go. the Vols got, yeah. got great value. We'll get there. Uh, I don't want to jump ahead too far. But. We'll get there. As for me, uh, I still like Houston at 11-1, to 1, uh, fourth shortest odds right now. And 
like if you're Jim, Jim thinks Houston's the best team in the country. So why not? Why not take them as the fourth shortest odds? Long shots, guys. Any any long shots you want to throw in? I'll throw in San Diego State. Uh, we've been kind of talking about them all offseason. 70 to 1. Will they win the title? No, probably not. And I think it's kind of eh, a waste of time to bet too many long shots in this, but hedging opportunities, you never know, Jim. San Diego State might be a top three seed. Uh, sets up nicely to at least get to the final four. So if you're looking for a long shot, I like the Aztecs. Well, let me ask you this, Kai, and and Pete mentioned it about Baylor. Would you rather just bet them 17 to 1 to make the final four? And five, five to one, right? Or three. Uh, At Bet San... Rivers, I think it's 350, but yes. San Diego State? No, they're 17 to 1. Oh, I thought you were talking about Baylor. Excuse me. No, but, I, well, yeah, I, yes. Yeah. yeah he's, uh, he's... Yes. I do have them listed on my final four as well, Jim. So, yeah. I and I think that that's, instead. there's kind of like a almost a line of demarcation where down past like the ultimate favorites like Baylor, mm-hmm. I would prefer taking the final four odds. Yeah. So if somebody like, yeah, there's a couple other names we'll get to. Maybe I won't step on the toes of that. But to Pete's point, I still probably lean towards the title odds for somebody like Baylor, um, maybe yeah. even Houston too, the favorite teams. But as you get further down, I want the final four ones because Kai, you can win multiple. You can win like three different final four bets, whereas Ooh, title four, four. You win one. Well, yeah. let's not get greedy. Let's not get greedy. Yeah, I mean, overall, national title winners, right? It's probably going to be one of these top 10 teams. That's just how it works. But final four, we've seen tons of party crashers in the past. And let's talk about final four, Matt. Uh, what do you think? What are the value plays here? So some of these are pretty short. Plus 125 for Gonzaga to make the Final Four. Yeah. I probably wouldn't bet that, to be honest. Uh, do I expect them to get there? Absolutely. But with the nature of the tournament, how random it can be, right. kind of a scary uh, uh, proposition to to lay those short odds. Yeah, I stayed away from these mostly, I'll be honest. But uh, Alabama's a team I did write down. I know we've been high on them or at least torn on them. But wanting to be high on them, they've had some early injuries in the offseason. Um, they had the really dicey scrimmage against TCU where they had the players-only meeting. And then now they look really good in their most recent scrimmage. Again, we're overreacting to basically fake basketball. I realize that, but, but it's the first evidence that we have of the real life figures coming before our eyes. After looking at these teams on paper all off season, I'd like the upside of this team. We've seen Bama basically play at a final four caliber under Nate Oates just two years ago when they got beat by UCLA and with that overtime thriller. I like Bama, man. There's five of 25 free throws. Yeah. Let's make free throws this year, maybe in clutch (laughs) situations uh, or actually make threes. They didn't make any threes at all last season. A lot of things pointing in Bama's favor. So kind of similar handicaps, national title futures, but Bama's the one I'm probably looking at from a final four and an Addy title, a little more on the longer shot uh, end of the spectrum. Yeah, you want like wide range of outcomes. You want a team with a high ceiling. Hey, it might be a terrible bet. They might yep. not even make the tournament, but like mm-hmm. you've got the the real high upside with a lot of the infusion of newcomers. They've got the very clearly defined style. It sounds like Brandon Miller is absolutely for real as the freshman coming in, yeah. uh, big time like lottery pick. Uh, a couple other uh, Kai I wanted to mention. I think Dayton has a really high ceiling. Yes. Yeah. Um, so fifteen to one there, not not a dream, and it's tough because. The books open the national title market. They let you bet into it. They kind of get a feel for the teams. Right. And then right. they open the final four market. So the value is is not as strong. There's a lot of title bets I have that I wish were final four instead, but mm. the markets weren't open, unfortunately. But Dayton is a team I looked at. San Diego State, as you mentioned. Uh, TCU, 15 to one. I'm kind of buying them more than maybe, mm. or at least buying a ceiling more than others are. Yeah. Given their defensive identity, I call them like a little bit of a Houston light. I think I've said that about UConn too, but it's a very clearly defined style that works. And they have an awesome guard, one of the best, maybe three to five guards in the country in Mike Miles. So like TCU and then Kai Florida. We've been like four to two. Yeah. As a group, high in the Gators all offseason. Mm-hmm. 
going to be a great defensive squad with Castleton anchoring the paint. And then maybe Kyle Lofton gives them that shot creation boost they need. Yep. It's got to make threes. That's the concern. Yeah. And we do like guards, right? Guards win in March. That's a, vi- a big theme for us. They have good guard. Uh, Xavier 25 to one guys for the final four is a longer shot. I'm, I'm looking at. Slew. But Kai, they had no players looked good in their scrimmage. For, right. For so that's that's what I'm choosing. I'm choosing to ignore <laughs> that one. Yeah. 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 Uh, Slew, 50 to one. If you look at their uh, their line compared to Dayton, and you look at the A10 lines, there's there's a bit of a, a separation there, I think, and, and maybe not rightly so because Slew's talent is ridiculous this season. Chris Bray in the chat, it's a good point. He's saying, why bet it now? Why not wait, basically, for some of these teams to lose early? And and Dayton, for instance, Malachi Smith, he's hurt. What if Dayton drops a couple early? Their final four odds, they're skyrocketing. They're not going to be 15 to 1. They'll be 30 to 1 or something like that. Sure. You could probably try to time it like that. Just maybe a little bit more difficult. Maybe look at early season schedules, Jim. Yeah. Their early season stuff is huge. Like a team like uh, Duke, Derek Whitehead's not yeah, going to be the in champions there. Maybe they classic take a couple teams. L's. Right. Uh, Arkansas is another team that always seems to take a while to come together. December yeah. has been sketchy for them, and they have the most turnover that Eric Musselman's ever had. So that's a team that I would never recommend betting now, even if you love them, if you think they're like the best team. Mm-hmm. I think just let it play out, and maybe you'll get a little bit better value. Some of these other ones. Like Gonzaga, Houston, if they win in the non-conference early, you're never getting a better price than right now. Like Gonzaga, I think when they entered the tournament two years ago, they were like plus 150 to win the title. It it was it was insane. So you you try to gauge the right time to enter the market. Pete in the chat, UAB UAB, 65 to 1. Yeah, I was just going to toss that out there. My guy, Pete, hot to start the year. I agree. 25 Mm -hmm. to 1 is just 60 for a team that I think. uh, Oh, sorry. I'm looking at what am I looking at here? I'm Either way, they're, 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 yeah, yeah, right. they're in the flyer category. I would go yeah. final four. I wouldn't go title with them. Yeah, 250 yeah. to one to win title. But yeah, yeah that's a team four. that can make a big run. That that team is stupid talented this season. Co-signed. All right. Good talk, guys. Let's go player awards real quick. Wooden award futures is what we're discussing. The favorite, should come as no surprise, is the guy that won it last year, Oscar Shibwe. I don't remember the last time a national player of the year has come back to college. Someone had that stat handy to me uh, for me. Let me know. Because it hasn't happened in a long, long time. Uh, those guys usually go to the NBA, obviously. But with an IL, with the big man, the year of the big, by the almanac, by the almanac. There great, you go. Good great, plug. Great resource. Good plug. Always All this betting. Yeah. Uh, he's he's plus 550. Uh, he's the favorite right now. Drew Timmy is plus 600. Then you have Baycott and uh, a bit of a drop-off after that. Baycott's 8-1. to one. Sasser, Marcus Sasser for Houston. Pat Taylor in the chat says he's winning it. He's at 14-1. to one. Caleb Love, Hunter Dickinson, et cetera. Uh, Matt, who are you targeting, man? Who you, who you got? Again, I don't like this market. I think Timmy feels like the smart play just because I worry about like little Oscar fatigue and Oscar doesn't have like this wow you type of game. I think he just mm-hmm. won sort of by default last year. And I think there's going to be an appetite to go in a different direction. Timmy's been in college for three years. Gonzaga's probably really good again. I just feel like th- there's going to be yet. this. Is there yeah. Timmy fatigue? There could be Timmy fatigue. hasn't won it yet, though. There's, but not I for think voters, but just like, okay, that guy goes to the tournament and loses before the one season. Maybe. Should. Like, I don't know if that's going to catch up to him. I think the counter force is that he is maybe the more clear centric epicenter of that team and could actually put up more dominant stats this year. I think there's fan fatigue of Timmy, but not voter fatigue because he actually, okay. actually won the. Also, three straight years of big man winning the wooden award. So don't be afraid to throw a little flyer maybe on those Big Ten bigs too, Jim. I think Edie was sitting yeah. at 44 to 1. Um, and TJD and 
a Hunter Dickinson. I think our price similarly. I don't really have a hot take on who's better, who has better value there, but maybe one of those guys out of the big 10 in the year of the big as coined by the all caps almanac. Yeah. TJD and Edie were two guys I wrote down as potential value. I, I believe it's like, I, I looked at this like two weeks ago and I don't have the stat off my head again, but it's 13 of the last 15 or 18 of the last 20 have been on like a one, two or three seed, the winner of the wooden award. Yeah. So your team needs to rock. Like it can't be, Hey, this guy's going to put up huge stats for a, okay team it's max ace not gonna happen yeah cross them off the list imani Love bates, just not, not gonna not. happen imani right. bates hard cross off that can be yeah. the first name you eliminate sorry so i mean maybe if you identify a team that's really undervalued too and you want to kind of ride the player like tcu mike miles 60 to 1 if you think they vault up into a two seed discussion and he's the best guard on that team maybe they're there uh but i haven't bet on this market yet but it probably would be sasser so i'm with yep. i'm with pat there uh 14 to 1 for what i think is the best guard in the country on the best team in the country I like that guy. It's probably the best bet. I think Timmy's going to win it. So six to one. I mean, uh, probably not going to get any better than that unless he obviously gets hurt and goes out of the year. But uh, I agree with what Matt said about the big 10 bigs. How about a little freshman flyer guys? How about Nick Smith? Yeah, 25 to one Arkansas potentially could be a top five team. He looked pretty darn good in the highlights I saw from his exhibition game. Uh, And then also Matt, your dude. Well, Jim's dude too. Till recently, I think Kendrick Davis. 50 to one yeah, King could be the best car in the country. I don't think he is, but he could be uh, Memphis TBD on how good they actually national spotlight Memphis. Yeah. I think that's actually pretty good value. Play. Yeah. Na- national know. spotlight. They will get discussed and that's, yep. that's mm-hmm. important. Penny, Penny draws headlines. Uh, Kai, other freshmen. I Whitmore's way down there, but he's hurt to start the year, which is a yep. bummer. Tough. Sad to see that. Tough indeed. Uh, let's see your Pat Taylor, 28 to one Imani Bates. Yeah. probably won't bet on him. Yeah. <laughs> if there was a no side of that, I would, mm-hmm. I would say, but that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, all right, fun. moving on, let's get into conference odds. We're starting with the ACC. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, I got to get my favorites up here lined up. Oh, favorites UNC guys, of course. Plus 150, Duke plus 250, and then it's a big drop-off, guys. It goes to uh, Virginia at 7-1. to one. Jim, who are you targeting the ACC from the value perspective, um, from well, overall perspective? I think the value is probably Virginia. They're top five in Ken Palm, if that's something that matters to you. We talked about it with Tennessee and, and Texas, how high they were for national title. Virginia is way up there. They are a consistent metronomic regular season team. Like yeah. that, you know what they're getting every single night. They're not going to have kind of the erratic performances you get from a Duke, Matt. When they're young, they go on the road in the ACC. Sometimes there are tough schedule spots for them. Even under Coach K, they lost 
Yep. Always like a shaky road game. And they were not a good regular season team. They didn't win the title under Coach K. Virginia constantly won it. So if you don't think UNC is going to just walk to it, which is kind of what plus 150 almost indicates, I would I would eye up Virginia there, Matt. Do you see any other value on the board? I had two right now. I think Virginia is a great call, though, because even the – what was the year they weren't that great? Is it 2020? They were still 15 and five, right? Like, so they they do have that. I, I like that metronomic type of style that does play well in a regular season format. Uh, I had Florida State 20 ish to one and Clemson 40 ish to one. I, you know, Clemson's maybe a team you can wait mm-hmm. on because they have some early injuries. Florida State in the same boat, but um, I think Florida State's a team that people are sleeping on. They're starting to kind of climb up there in some of the analytic rankings. And Clemson, Brad Brownell is just, you know, death taxes and a good Clemson team. I just think this team actually has a little bit of upside. The Hunter P, uh, the healthy PJ Hall and Hunter Tyson. Um, you guys are. You see them really winning it though. The ACC, really. The ACC is really whatever this year to me. Um, Virginia Tech, Virginia, sure. I'm a little cooler on Miami and Notre Dame. Even Syracuse. I mean, fifty to one. What are they at? Forty to one. That's not a terrible bet, in my opinion. Either. I think you can look at the Flyers in this conference. Syracuse twenty five to Dick one. Deep at bet, at bet Rivers. I, I look to fade the UNCs and Dukes, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And yeah, I don't, think, I, don't, I don't think anyone outside the top three is winning it. That's kind of the way. Yeah. I think this is not oh, the flyer okay. conference. We'll get to a couple that I think are. but I, I think Virginia is the best bet at 7-1. to one. Uh, They've won it three times last, what, five years? Uh, they're going to be at the top of the standings in some order with their style. And there's enough questions about Duke, Matt. I agree. I'm not not taking Duke here. Um, Forest State, I agree. Legal. Don't bet Louisville. No, yeah. do not bet Louisville. We'll get to that later on in the section here. And I don't think the long shots are worth it. I don't think a long shot wins the ACC. Um, it just isn't going to happen. Moving on. Big East. Likewise, in this conference, I wouldn't take the favorite. I wouldn't take the second favorite. Yeah, I'm throwing darts so, in this conference. Yes, Creighton 2-1. to one. They're the favorites right now. Villanova 3-1. to one. I'm looking at Jim Drumroll. Savior. 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 Okay. Tell us why. No, you tell me why. You're looking at oh, five to one. Uh, I think it's pretty wide open. Like you were kind of hinting at with the little dart there. Uh, I think a lot of different teams can win this league, even even lower down the down the line here. And yeah, uh, given a wide open uh, market, given a coach I like in Sean Miller, who I think really is going to lift the program, uh, scrimmage results aside, uh, I think they're they might be worth a five to one play. Yeah, one of the I I think. DraftKings or a couple books opened some crazy odds on the non-favorites like Providence 80 to one Butler hundred to one. And those were worth dart throws to me. I mean, Villanova has some clear issues, new coach, Justin Moore, potentially out the entire season. Whitmore, we don't know when, when he'll be back if they take time to get continuity going there. So I, I would not bet Villanova at just three to one Creighton feels like what everybody has decided is the default answer. But if you care about computer rankings, this is barely a top 25 team. So maybe they're not as good as everyone's kind of hum- human prognosis is giving them, which is why, like you said, Kai, I, I want to move down the board here, look for somebody with kind of a wide range of outcomes like Butler, like Providence, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and, and take a shot at them because I just I don't feel great about the favorites in the Big East, Matt. So I think this is where you can kind of look for for shots. Yeah, there's a few leagues I'm trying to like kind of come with a paired approach, like bet a flyer, then pair it with a favorite that I feel somewhat safe about. I'm doing that with Butler and Creighton, uh, Butler 30 to 40 to one. I think closer to 20 to one if you're in the Illinois only turf. Um, unfortunately, we, DePaul is, is our, in our backyard. So such is the case. And then I'm actually going to, I'm going to bet Creighton two or three to one. I think I, the more I've talked to like myself, Creighton. I've talked myself into them as a pretty high floor team. And I'm sort of seeing some 
some scars emerged with Villanova that are pretty obvious. And even UConn, I look more at their roster. I feel like they have some point guard issues. Xavier, they had some scrimmage struggles. So I'm kind of like going down this and like, man, not a lot of teams are really sticking out, you know, where Creighton just feels safe-ish to me. So that's my Creighton Butler portfolio. For the, the, the defense is really safe. Like I really think yeah. is going to be awesome. I agree. Also, yes, I agree with the chatter. 33 to one on Providence is kind of wild how they're priced. I don't think they're going to win it this year. I do think they're a little bit down, we'll say, but given they won it last year, given yeah. everyone else in that Bionis league has their price. Hawkins could be a star. So yeah. Yeah. Great home court advantage. They right. have, even though it's the amp, it's not the dunk anymore, but that's okay. Yeah. That's stupid. We're not going to call it the amp. Uh, moving on big 10, another wide open league, in my opinion. Now, Matt, I think the, the team to bet in this league is Illinois, but since we're all three located in Illinois, we don't have those odds. I think they're around plus 500 in any other market at Bet Rivers, one, or yeah. somewhere around there. Uh, I think it's wide open. I don't trust Indiana, who is currently the favorite at Bet Rivers at, at four to one. Uh, I'm looking more at a Michigan at five to one. I'm looking at Purdue at eight to one, a team that I think has been uh, consistently up towards the top of the standings, especially under Matt Painter. I like all those, Kai. I, you could talk to yourself in a lot of these Big Ten. I went Maryland. I went kind of flyer here, 30-1. to 1. Their schedule is very favorable. I know Jim has some good schedule points on Illinois, but I love Maryland because I think people are sleeping on Kevin Willard as sort of um, this kind of new, grungy version of Maryland, but I, I think it's going to be a good team. The roster is pretty solid. They've already looked pretty good in some of their offseason stuff. Uh, favorable schedule, I think they get Illinois at home early when I think Illinois will still be ramping up and finding themselves. Illinois will be better late then early in the year. So Maryland gets that good, that good spot to get Illinois. They also get Indiana only once at home. They get the bad schools twice. I think the Terps are a good value playing. What could have, what could be a pretty wild and um, you know, kind of parody ridden big 10 this season. I'm with Kai. I, I think it's Illinois Their Their schedule is much softer than a lot of the top teams. I would go after them. I think they get, Penn State, Minnesota, Nebraska, Northwestern, all twice. That's eight of their 20 Big Ten games. Yeah, that's huge. And I think a couple of the other contenders are not as frequently on their schedule, of one time each. Uh, I, I The big thing here for me is there's, like, this general feeling that Indiana's the clear favorite. They're four to one. Like, that's telling you there's, like, a 20% chance they win the league. This isn't, yeah. like, Kentucky plus 150 or UNC plus 150. I don't think Indiana is anywhere near that obvious of a favorite. If you do, four to one's a great price, but – I, I, Kai, I'm, I'm with you. Illinois, I think, has the best schedule yeah. plus potential here. I don't love Maryland, Matt. I guess I like the 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 price value. Sure, maybe it's a price I, play. Kevin Willard, Kevin Willard is Mark Turgeon to me. They're the, they're the same, and that's good enough with same this picture. roster to maybe sneak above the sort of downy soft upper end of the conference, which has question marks. My Hoosiers well, question marks. Illinois question marks. Would love to hear our, our, our producer Dagan's thoughts on Kevin Willard. Uh, he was a Seton <laughs> Hall alum, Dagan. Uh, moving on. Next next conference here, Big 12. The usual suspects, Kansas and Baylor. They're at the forefront right now. Kansas plus 225, Baylor plus 250. Guys, one of these two teams is winning the league because they've done it for, what, 20 straight years? Uh, hey, Kansas State won it one year, right? They snuck up there. Yeah, like tied. Barry Brown and Dean uh, Wade. They tied it. They tied Kansas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's one of those two teams. And Matt, you said you love Texas this year. Maybe you're looking at a little Texas two-step. Of course. Yep. Value-wise? Yes? No, I'm looking exactly at Texas okay. two-step in the form of one of my two-part portfolios, Texas three-to-one, Baylor two-and-a-half to one. I think it's a better than 50% chance that one of those two teams. I'm kind of selling KU this year. I think they really struggle with a lot of the young guys. I know it's KU. I know it's last Lassell, words, I know it's awesome. I've seen that sentiment a lot. 
Yeah, but I haven't seen this type of Kansas uncertainty with this type of Baylor team, which I know will be awesome, especially once they're fully healthy and the guards are up and running, and then this Texas version as well. So I'm playing both those for kind of a small profit uh, return upside. I only bet Baylor. I, plus 250, I, I'm not selling Kansas as, as a bad team, but I think Baylor's mm-hmm. just like demonstrably better, more ready to play together at the beginning of the year awesome backcourt. Maybe they don't have quite the home court advantage that Kansas does, which is important in this league, uh, but true round Robin. So no schedule advantages um, for, for any team. I like that. That makes it simpler, easier to bet that those yeah. odds. So I, I, I like Baylor. Kai already bet plus two fifty. Yep. I like Baylor as well. Um, Texas tech seven to one uh, has my attention, but Again, I think it's Kansas or Baylor. Matt shaking his head. He's down on Texas just, Tech this year. I'm out on Tech this year, which well, is I think that's... Mark Adams is a really nice basketball coach. So yeah. Also, yeah. the Red Raider fans will rip you limb that's from good. Yoshi limb if you the, if you This show needs a Texas Tech pinata, and I can be that in the form <laughs> okay. of Yoshi. You can good. stuff me with all types of Red Raider paraphernalia uh, inside. As, as the producer Dagan says in the chat, uh, and, and Rob, our, our boss, uh, Baylor's not plus 500 <laughs> in the Big 12. They're plus 250. So just a note on that, guys. I'd, I'd, have, I'd have several wagers on 5-1 yes. if that existed. Uh, all right, moving on. Pac-12, everyone's favorite league. Ha, ha, ha. That's a joke, Jim. They're not everyone's favorite league. The Conference of Champions is the Conference of meh lately. They're Bill Walton's favorite league, Kai. Yes, yes they are. UCLA is the favorite. Plus, it, plus 185. Arizona at plus 220. And then you got Oregon at plus 425. Then it's a big drop off, and probably rightfully so. Jim, any of the top dogs sit, um, stand out to you? Do you like no. anyone lower down the list? No, that's for me. These, these odds are too good. They're they're perfect. I think I UCLA should be the slight favorite. <laughs> I think Arizona should be right behind them, and then Oregon, and that's exactly how it's priced. Uh, the one thing I thought was odd, Matt, that it maybe is worth discussing: Utah, the fifth best odds in this league. That is that the book telling us that they think Utah could be the fifth best team, or that they have a high ceiling? Or some wager, some wager, some better out there believes that. How do you feel about the Utes? I love the Utes. Uh, I don't love them as the fifth best team in the Pac-12. Like I, <laughs> I mean, I loved them last year. It's probably a rationally show for a fairly shoddy roster. And this year, it's not like they, you know, there's definitely question marks this year again. So yeah, Utah at fifth, mm-hmm. no. Um, this is the only league I wrote down. Absolutely no bet for me. Stay away. Move on. Kai. I think Oregon's probably your best. Value I said Oregon five to one, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, I do they, think you said they looked good in a scrimmage or an exhibition, and so people. Yeah, are and those matter. They do matter when you the, want the, them to. When you want the them. long shots, guys. Right. We've discussed this on other platforms, but uh, there's not a good marriage of talent plus coaching. You either have talent or you have coaching, and you don't have both. Kai, uh, if you had to take take one mid mid level roster with one mid level coach to win the league, who would you do? Like, I would take. Yes. Arizona State's roster with Craig with, Smith. Okay, yes, that that'd be a sure bet at at plus two thousand <laughs> yeah. twenty to one right now. You can get Arizona State, uh, but Bobby Hurley coaches that team, so staying away from there. So we're not we're not too confident on the Pac twelve on, on their conference sides. We'll see if we are on the SEC though. Kentucky is the favorite, plus one fifty. Arkansas is at plus two fifty. Tennessee at plus three fifty, and then a catastrophic drop off after that. Catastrophic is probably not the correct word there, Jim, but yeah, I said it anyways. I think we know what you mean. We're, we're Quantum as, drop off. As we hinted in the beginning of the show, Jim, Tennessee plus 350. Again, don't overreact the preseason. They look good to me. I, I like them. Yeah, I mean, Tennessee was, I think they were plus 450 before that uh, that showing against Gonzaga on pay-per-view Friday night. 
I think I like them even without seeing that as the odds. Right. I, you look at every computer ranking, they're equal to Kentucky, definitely ahead of Arkansas, who, like I said, has got the the young parts to figure out. They always go on a tear in like late January, February, but maybe they'll have a couple of losses before that happens. Tennessee's schedule isn't too bad. Uh, you get Vandy, South Carolina twice, Alabama, Arkansas, A&M only once. Hmm. Kind of like that. Sets up decently well for the Vols. And yeah, their experience, good backcourt, a lot of size. It seems like they have depth because the the bench guys played really well uh, without JJJ in that game. So Matt, yeah, I think the Vols are the bet here. I wrote down Vols as well. I also put down Florida and Vandy. However, I concede I did not go through a robust schedule analysis. I think Jim brought up that point. Do you need one for Vandy? Well, for Vandy, it's just like a complete Hail Mary. They look pretty awesome. They, at 100 to 1, why not? Worth a worth a $5. Here's why not, yeah, because they won't win it. That's they won't win not. it. Mm, okay, I can't <laughs> I can't rebut that. In general, though, I think the schedule things here, there's a lot of good teams in this conference. So I think you really need to find like a good schedule edge, timing-wise, um, the, 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 the imbalance dynamic to it. Other than that, there's no team that has like a bad price or a under-overvalued price, in my opinion. Maybe Tennessee, but... Maybe the Florida, other, but not I many. think I think Kentucky's overvalued of severe wheelers out for the year, which mm. I, we don't know. We don't know. That's purely speculative. But he left the game last night, not putting weight on his leg. I heard it was a awkward looking buckle. Yeah, not good. And so then, yeah, like that opens things up and, and makes this conference a little more bettable. If, if you think Wheeler out really takes away the value of Kentucky. Yep. I don't mind Auburn at 10 to one. Pearl's won it before. I trust him. Athletic team, high upside. Uh, and then Florida, 33 to one. I think it's the best bet on the board. I, it just doesn't match where I perceive them to be compared to where they're priced. Texas A&M is 16 to one. Come on. Florida's twice the odds. I don't see it. But Kai, they went on a run in the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Matt shakes his head at Auburn. So Matt's down on Texas tech and Auburn, two teams that are good basically every single season. So we'll see how this pans out for Mr. Matthew Cox fading two really good coaches here. I'm going to keep tabs on this. I, I could end up with egg on my face for sure. It could reverse on me, but I'm going to keep tabs. I could have egg on my nostrils right here. So yeah. we'll see. Four sets of nostrils, two sets of nostrils. All right. Mid-major value picks, guys. This is kind of a free-for-all here. Uh, there obviously are 26 other leagues plus independents. There's no lines for those uh, out there on Bet Rivers that you can bet into for conference odds. These are often pretty soft lines you can find uh, on, on several different teams they, and leagues. They open because soft. They open very <laughs> soft. They're getting a little bit stronger now. Uh, odds makers just don't really pay attention to how to price these or, or care that much. So, Jim. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Where do you want to start, man? The the board is yours. The Jeopardy board is yours. Where do you want to go with? All right. Well, I, my favorite bets in this part of the board are always like underpriced favorites. Like the team that I think is the best yeah. in the league getting decent value. Iona and Norfolk State have both been kind of hammered. And those were ones that I also helped hammer. Uh, I think those were great bet- values. Maybe not as good anymore, but still probably worth a look. San what, Diego State, what, San Diego what State price did you get Iona, Jim? Sorry. I got them an even money. Um, okay, I take them up to like minus two hundred. I, I really feel that confident I own it this year. The Mac is just bad. Not even like the potential contenders really scare me to like actually beat Iona for the whole course of a season. 
Yeah, uh, Manhattan sorry. just dropped off, became like right. a, a non-threat completely. Uh, my favorite one at this stage right now is looking at the America East and doing a little bend between two books here. I mentioned this to you guys this morning. Uh, the split on the price between Vermont and Bryant is really different between Bet Rivers and another book I won't name, but you should look for it. Um, at that book, Vermont is plus 140. At Bet Rivers, they are minus 400. That is a seismic gap. Uh, and so I think either Vermont or Bryant wins it. You can bet them both one at plus 140, one at plus 400. Set up your split however you want between the two teams. And I think that's mm-hmm. going to pay out. I don't think UMass Lowell is beating John Becker or that Bryant roster. No, yeah. I, I agree with that, Jim. Matt, where do you want to go? What do you like? Uh, I had Iona, and then I did like a little Ryder Hill Maria, sort of a, a, a kind of a slight hedge to that at twelve to one. I think Ryder's pretty talented this year, and they're getting slept on because they've had kind of disappointing last few seasons. No one's beating um, Iona though, but no one's beat right. So I think the best bet yeah. is Iona. Still, I think I got that minus one fifty. So props, to Jim, for um, being the sharper, better, and also sucking up my value. You rat. Uh, let's go to the swag, Kai, real quick. Yeah. I know it feels foolish to bet the favorite or one of the favorites in what's typically a topsy-turvy league, but I do think Southern is is a, is a, a, a notch above the rest of the conference. And it's basically priced, or they're appraised as such in Ken Palm. Um, I think all the SWAC teams are 300 and below. Southern's in like that mid-250s range. That's kind of how I see it, too. They're so deep. They're immune to injuries throughout the way, as you see these SWAC teams pile up injuries and roster carnage. And then Bethune, or Bethune Cookman, excuse me, Bethune hyphen Cookman, uh, 12 to one hyper talented. Uh, they got the Harmon kid top 100 along with a lot of other guys back. I think Reggie Theus is an underrated basketball coach. So that's my hmm. swack twofer. Yeah. Swack feels a little bit more open this year. I, I like Texas Southern plus six fifty in the swack. Uh, they're always good in that yeah. league and they're, they're second best team for Ken pump. So, and they're not priced that way. Yeah. So I value play. I like them. Bart Southern, Torvik, sorry. Southern four to one BCU 12 to one just to confirm. Yeah. yeah. Bart Torvik for SWAC Southern 181st second best team Texas Southern 266. So like oh it's even yeah. bigger. Yeah, that that gap, yeah. and that's that's something worth looking at. Um, Kai, the one other one I, I liked was OVC. Little yeah, Rock, me too. Plus oh, 650 okay. or 700. Uh, I just think coming in they got destroyed by injuries last year, mm-hmm. and that has really cut into their value this year in the preseason. But I think they're fairly well coached with Daryl Walker. And they've got some versatile parts, some down transfers. They're going to have depth because they had to play every bench guy last year. Right. Uh, and that league's yeah. just bad. That league's just not very good. So The league's bad, but Moorhead, in my opinion, is the best team by far in that league. And they're three to one. Wow, by far, really? I like but, Moorhead, too. I don't realize you like I don't that think much. it's close. <laughs> it's, I think it's close. I, they might have the best coach I think in the, the mush, league. The mush, is, the mush is actually okay. It's not as awful as people think. Your SEMOs, your... Yeah, the mushes. Southern Indiana, Martin, the Martins—they're not that terrible. They're not that terrible, but they've never. SIUE's not terrible. They're not, they're not like they're not winning programs. Moorhead has been, and they have a lot of talent. Besides, despite losing Broom, yeah, in my even, opinion, has Spradlin won without Broom? That's that's the, we'll we'll see. No, he like, hasn't been yeah, there. Without that's Broom. my concern with with, with yeah. Moorhead. They were they weren't good his first few years, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, all right, fair enough. At, at plus three hundred, I think you could do worse uh, out there. Uh, in the Summit League, guys, I think South Dakota State should be the favorite. So you're getting plus 225. Or Roberts can have a great year, but that's valuable to me. And then the A10, a little bit higher league. VCU at plus 750. The Rams. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That's pretty high. Compared to Dayton at two to one and Slew at four to one, I would say VCU is pretty cheap. I, I see VCU pretty close to both those teams. So plus 750, uh, that's a that's a value play for me. Yeah. Hey, how agree. about uh 
quick request from the uh, chat. Ed Redman asking about Toledo. I'm just chuckling and laughing at myself last year. Uh, and you're that fading I, Toledo. I got a small take on that on that, Matthew. Toledo Faders Anonymous continues yeah. to live on. So Toledo's Kai, two- Kent State guy? You Kent yes. State guy here? Golden well, no, Flashies. I, so I, I think Toledo is the best team in the MAC, but plus 550 is Kent State versus plus 200 in Toledo. Kent State was picked first in the in the media poll in the MAC. So I think if you're looking for a, a, a good value play, probably Kent State. Now I'm never fading Toledo ever again after the last couple of years of them I'll damaging our, our wallets. But uh, I think Kent State's probably the best, my, my favorite play in the MAC. Uh, Kai, even better. I think that was the coaches poll, which oh, was a coaches I, poll. I hold that in a little higher regard than a media poll sometimes. Yeah, media people are hats. Yeah. Although <laughs> I don't give a whole lot of credit to coaches polls either. I don't think every coach knows what's going on. In, in their league, there's a lot of roster true. turnover. So it's yeah, to, that's yeah. true. It's harder for them to know now. Uh, Big West, why not? Pete says it. Uh, Matt, I know which which uh, team you like the best, just based on odds here, because you wrote. Well, you didn't write it, but he's, you always you're a big Big it. West guy. We know oh what yeah. He's doing. yeah, that's it. Hawaii, Matthew, you have Hawaii. Bows uh, up pretty close to second place. We'll say in the West, everyone has Santa Barbara winning the winning the Big West. Excuse me. There are a lot. There, it's actually a decent league this year too. It's it's kind of the it's a good league. The, it's a good league. So it should be pretty competitive, but I think Hawaii with that home court advantage, I know that works both ways, but that, six to that one. does matter. Yeah. yeah. I, I would take them five to one or better. Yeah. Pete's razzing me for not mentioning Santa Barbara. It it did get bet down. It was like plus 300 when it opened. It's now mm-hmm. down to 190. So yeah. not as much value, but I think they're the clear best team. So I would prefer betting Santa Barbara to Matt's Hawaii boys, but we'll see. Darts. Darts asks Pete. Well, uh, in the Colonial, a league I think is pretty wide open. Charleston 10 to one. Not not necessarily fifteen hundred there, Pete, but ten to one. Charleston coach, who I think is fantastic, and Pat Kelsey, a lot of talent, might be worth a little bit of a dart throw. I got a uh, couple, Kai. Yeah, uh, Fairly Dickinson in the NEC, fifty-five to one. Uh, new coach coming <laughs> from D two brings his backcourt with him. Uh, that league is really really open. There's no clear mm-hmm. favorite there. Uh, as good as Merrimack might look, they're they're not like some dominant force. Uh, so I think that's a good conference to take a shot in. And then the really deepest of deep shots would be Southern Miss at 150 to one in the Sun Belt. That's another league that I think has a ton of parity at the top. Mm-hmm. Southern Miss brings in two guys from Mercer that paired together were actually pretty solid uh, when healthy yeah. uh, in Alvarez and Felipe Hase. So I I tried to bet that guy and I don't think it was able to, allowed to put seven dollars on it at 200 to one. But I still think 150 to one you can do worse with ten dollars. Yeah, I I don't mind those long shots, Jim. Matt, anything to add with long shots? Uh, no, I think that was about it. Um, you, you could get Western Kentucky at fourteen to one about a week ago in the know, conference I, USA, to- which was I nuts. About that. Now they're eight to one. It's probably closer to where they should be. I still think there's there's a little value on them, but they're like I, it's a, North Texas or UAB's league, right? Western Kentucky is such a I want to bet them in the tournament where it's three yeah. games the talent plays up, but mm-hmm. over an 18, 20 game thing where coaching yeah. <laughs> for Andy Kennedy yeah. and Grant McCaslin can run circles around stands. I, that's, yep. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, let's get to the last section of our show here. Early season bet on and fade specials. I believe we each have a team uh, written down here that we're looking to fade early and a team we're looking to bet on early. So bet rivers, close your ears. Odds makers, you can just go ahead and turn off the, the stream now. Uh, we'll start with Jim here. Let's start with fades. One on a positive note. Fades. Okay. Yes. Um, and, yeah, and on a positive. So what team are you looking to fade this year early on? Looking through some of the odds and where I have teams valued versus Bart Torvik and Ken Palm, 
Kai, this might hurt your ears, so you might want to cover. But oh, I'm wow. fading Clemson early because oh, I don't okay. think P.J. Hall is going to be out there. Mm-hmm. And if he's not available early on, I think that team's in a little bit of trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, their guards are really young. They don't have a clear point guard on the roster. It's a lot of kind of shooting guards masquerading as creators. It's not the same disciplined defensive team that Brownell usually has. So I'm, I'm going to be fading Clemson early, Kai. And Matthew? Yeah, I was going back and forth between a few. Um, man, I just think this Louisville team is an auto fade, right? It's almost like it's so obvious that everyone knows about it, but man, yeah. it just seems like I, I think there is a parabolic curvature to their downward their downward slope this year. So. Yeah, they're not, they're yeah. not at the bottom yet. And just some of the tweets about how the, the team looked effort-wise in an mm-hmm. exhibition is really concerning. Well, yeah, Matt took my fade. It's Louisville, and Sorry. it's obvious, right? Don't read too much in the scrimmages, but I mean, good God. They don't have any guards. I, I don't really care as much. They lost the D2 team. Yeah, that's terrible. And the D2 team's bad. But teams have done that before in the preseason. Don't overreact. But we kind of thought they were going to be bad before that because they have one legitimate guard in their roster. It's just not a recipe for success. Kenny Payne, first year coaching, who knows? He might be in over his head. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, we'll see how they, how they do in the early on. I'll flip the order here. Matt, give me a bet on team early on in the season. Ah, Jim, going to you here. I'm deciding between two here. Sorry, we're going to you. You, you had a lot Get of time to prep the for the defense, show, sir. How dare you? All um, right, Kai, can I? I'm worried I'm going to take Kai's. That's why I wanted to defer. You're not. Uh, I promise you won't. I'm going. To, I'm going to VCU. I know that you're boys. Yeah, you, you just took take mine. mine. <laughs> Are you serious? Good. Yeah. <laughs> That's so fun. Yeah, yeah. the Rams. Um, just it's extrapolating how they're priced in the futures markets into how they'll probably price on a game by game basis. Um, I just don't think there's much of a gap between them and the Billikens and even them in Dayton. Um, and mm-hmm. so I think that's a team that consistently overperforms expectations. It's micro specialty. It's because you look at the roster, you don't really know many of the names until they kind of pop up in February. It's like, oh, this seems really good again. So it's rinse, wash, repeat. VC is going to be good. It's better than people think. I'll go with my uh, second choice here, Kai. I, was in, I, I, can, I can say Butler. Um, I want to make sure Ali Ali is back from his concussion slash potential yeah. facial surgery. Um, but they are remarkably undervalued in mm-hmm. computer odds just because coaching change and they weren't very good last year. Uh, but I love the transfer hall they brought in and Thad Mata is brilliant. So Butler's a team I'm looking at. Yeah. I hope they get healthy because that's obviously the only thing that's, that's holding them back for me. Cause I agree with you. Um, Oklahoma state is, is going to be a team I'm looking Ooh, to bet on. I like this guy. Yeah. Maybe a little, little surprising, but they're motivated after last year. I mean, uh, I don't they know can how make the postseason now. Yeah, you know, obviously these are college athletes. They're very competitive. They're not just not motivated to win last season, but knowing you can make the tournament this season, there's a little bit something extra there. Solid transfer class, despite Russell Harrison not getting eligible. And also just, sorry? It was dumb. His his appeal process was awfully stupid. Yes, it was. Uh, And then super athletic. They should be a suffocating defense. Uh, They were top five last year in defense. I can see them being as dominant again. So I like betting on defensive teams. I think it carries, um, I think it goes a lot farther than people think in the market. That is it. That's our show. That's our future show, guys. We appreciate you tuning in. I'll tell you what the cadence is going to be for the best bet show coming up this season. We're, we're teeing off next Monday, the first day of the, of the, of the year uh, at 12. No, noon, not as well. Central. Excuse we're, me. At, we're at two on the first day as part of the field of 68 wow, four-hour marathon on opening day okay so, uh, so yes the very first the day we'll be a part of that the very first day is at two central not eastern 
two central. Yeah. And then uh, after that, it's our normal noon central cadence, uh, most every day of the week. And we, we will tweet out the schedule and let you guys know. 3MW underscore CBB. Once again, thanks to Bet Rivers. Thanks to Field of 68. We will see you guys next week. We are stoked. Let's go cash. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.